What's up, everybody? This is Culture Chords. What's up, everybody? This is Culture Chords, and I'm Merlin. On this episode, we get to connect with an artist all the way from Texas. So, Genesis, why don't you tell us, who is Genesis? Who is Genesis? Um, so, to give that definition of who Genesis is, I would have to say, um, I mean, I was born in Haiti. Like, uh, I was born in Haiti, raised there for um, 12 years, and then in 2010, I moved here. Mm-hmm. So, that's the root. That's the uh, kind of like... Uh, what she will call it? Is it the storyline or the back, the background? Yeah, that's the background of uh, Genesis. That's why I was born there. When I moved, I left some friends there, and I came here. As everybody, as you move, you get like you get lonely a little bit, and after that, you pick up. So I told her before, then started making friends, and mm-hmm. that's the background. But y'all, Genesis is from Haiti. He, We'll go around here and there just a little bit, but uh, overall, that's a background. But as an artist, like right now, mm-hmm. there's a lot I can tell you. Like, there's too much that has happened since then. Yeah. To now that I like, there's a that I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Maybe we can talk more about that during the episode, right? And so, I mean, let's talk about like your move from Haiti to the U.S. at first. Like, this is a new land for you. You're growing up, um, basically up to when you're a teenager, 12 years old, to a different country. You know, it's a different environment. Um, Where did you move to at first? So at first, I would actually move from uh, Haiti to New York City. And we stayed there for like six months. And I didn't know a word of English. I promise you, I didn't know a word. A lot. I only know yes, no, yes, no, and that I don't much that that counts as a word. Yeah. But that's the only two things I'm not like new. I stayed there for six months, and after six months, um, part of our family like kind of like sponsored us, and then we moved to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And then after we moved to Connecticut, that's where it's been for since then. And then now I'm in Texas. <laughs> but yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, you went from, like, the East Coast, you got to know, like, the environment over there, the culture over there, the music scene over there, right? And then you recently moved to Texas, or? Yeah, I recently moved to Texas two years ago for my uh, for work, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, why don't you tell me more about, like, what it was like going from Haiti to the cities that you lived in the East Coast? Like, how you kind of started wh- or what led you to go into music? So the life, like the transition, uh, to to add to that is like I don't. You wouldn't. I wouldn't know how to describe it unless I went through it, which I did. It was kind of like I felt isolated at first. Maybe isolated as if I was boxed in with my brothers and like um other channels. So I felt isolated like that. And as you get to know me. I do like my space, but at the same time, there's certain times I don't want to socialize and like just talk to random people. That's just who I am. And mm-hmm. that kind of like, for that six months, I kind of decided, you know, I want to talk to people that like crushed a little bit. But eventually they came out. But it was, um, I definitely say it was, uh, I, to say, I don't know a good word to do that. I didn't try that. Um, but, 
it was definitely a, a challenging moment for like like as a kid yeah say. no definitely yeah. especially as a kid like you just want to do the opposite instead of isolating you want to be outside you want to do like play around and stuff like that right exactly and like for the first like four months since i my parents don't know like to like the surroundings they don't know anything yeah we don't know anything so yeah i was told to stay in and stay in it's like they're like we have defendants maybe right like don't leave like they were very cautious and stuff like that because yeah. we didn't know anything we didn't know the surroundings things, you know, things like that so mm-hmm. when uh that's what how that was um to relate back to music i actually at that time i was like my mindset was not on music to be honest because like at that time like this was the phase where other parents started talking to my parents. They were like, oh, what, what is your kid going to be? You know, all that stuff. And I'm like, what? I didn't have these things. So I was like, what? But eventually, like, I was thinking more of, like, school and, like, uh, what I wanted to do and things like that. It was early on, but like, it was still, like, school big. They were trying to impose on me to, so I could <laughs> actually start learning and stuff like that. But yeah. music was in a picture just yet, actually. Okay. So, like, how... Um... I mean, were you in the East Coast when you started getting into music or was it when you moved to Texas that you decided to um, take music seriously? Well, I actually, like, yeah, there's that two moments where I started music. There was one time when I was really, like, I was one of the, like, really early memories. I still remember it. It was one, like, yeah, I don't remember the arts. Like, there was a Haitian artist. I think there was a, there's a group called Big Drum. I'm going to say in French because I can't pronounce it. Otherwise, okay. it's called like, that group. That group was like phenomenal. And uh, I used to listen to them a lot. And then one night I was listening to them. For some reason, I was like, yeah, maybe I should start writing. It's not like I didn't write anything. <laughs> I was like, that was the first moment. I was like, it was an actual passion because mm-hmm. I was like that young and I was like, oh, well, this is nice to you and I could try it, but I couldn't write it. So, <laughs> <laughs> that, that faded away. But, um, speed forward, when uh, when I actually started looking into music was, um, I think, at the end, I think, um, I think it was senior year, actually, of college, actually. Okay. I was about, at that time, what was happening was uh, I was about to finish off uh, engineering school and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And then I, I was about to finish that. One of my best friends, actually, um, his name is uh, Billy. Uh, I don't know how to give you too much information. His name is Billy. And it was another friend of mine who was in East Asia. They both at the same time, without knowing that I was like of each other, Yeah. they both told me at the same time I should do something else. Instead of just like engineer, and then from that point on, I started like recording with Billy and Shirley at the, the my room or his room, wherever we go, we just record. Mm-hmm. It was terrible stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you were getting started, right? <laughs> I was getting started. Oh, I was getting started, and then eventually, I told um, I told both of them that I was actually doing music with both of them. And then one day, we scheduled to go to the um, studio. And I recorded our first song. I was terrible. I, I was terrible. I was nervous. I was anxious. Uh, but I was still did it. Yeah. I love feeling. And the So, I mean, like, just from that, like, 
at least what I'm getting is like basically this Haitian group that you listen to at a young age kind of like lit that spark for you. And it wasn't until you were like older, you were just like, you know, well, why don't I take it more seriously, especially when like my peers around me are telling me the same thing, right? Sure. And so, like, with that, like, you know, it took you a while for for you to be like, okay, you know, I'm I'm actually gonna make this my career. Like, I want to pursue music, but like, when it came to like creating the type of beat or the producing it, on knowing what kind of like genre, like, how did you decide that? Was it just because of the music you listened to before, or the music around you? definitely says the music I listened to when I was like uh when I was going to middle school high school that's the day I think uh because uh back in those days I used to listen to uh I don't know if she knows this artist with the young thug a lot yeah him uh Lil Wayne uh future for sure yeah um who else like there's a few other ones that I listened to um but those artists are like okay now i mean like and just going back to like okay you were inspired by young thug you were inspired by future you were inspired by all these like artists that i mean we listen to growing up especially at that age you know in middle school like these artists were like definitely definitely popping at that time but i guess when it comes to like you being haitian was there ever thought was there ever a thought for you like yo i want to make music like these stars but i also want to represent my culture whether it be instrumentally or just lyrically like just to connect it um Absolutely, actually, a few of my songs I have actually added, um, but well, like I've added that, like Haitian type, my Haitian ties, so, and some of the verses I literally just like just put the Haitian ties in, and they, uh, some of them are actually on the news, but I don't know if you've listened to Nigga Like I, but Nigga Like I is actually about Haiti and like my like, like it was about Haiti actually, to be honest, and uh, like my part and it like what I want to promote and things like that. So, uh, yeah, that, that's the, if that, I can add more to that. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, um, especially with what that's like, being Haiti. Now, what do you mean by that? Like, or can you tell me more about that song? So, currently, like, I mean, not currently. There's been, like, for the past years, I think I need to think it now. Um, there's been a lot of, like, violence and, like, Government disruption, drug corruption, all that stuff. In Haiti. And two years, I mean, like, when is actually, I think about a year after we moved to Connecticut, one of my older brothers said something to me that I don't know if it scarred me or it kind of triggered me. But when he said that, I was like, oh, you know, I'm a child. Like, I'm hopeful. I have dreams. I'm expecting big things out of like the world and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm all passionate about um, Haiti too. What he said to me was this, um, hey, change. And that scarred me a little bit. Is I, I'm like, I'm hopeful. Like, I'm like, I want things to change. He said that to me, that scarred me. And ever since then, I'm like, there's no way I've been thinking. I've been thinking, how can I help? How can I help? And 
But again, that's been in the back of my head. Yeah. That happened. It was, a, it was a sad night, actually, because they crushed me. <laughs> I can only imagine, especially at a young age. Shit, if you told me that when I was young, I'd probably be so sensitive about it. I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But no, I have not forgot about it. And even through like engineering work stuff, it's like I eventually want to like implement some stuff to help the situation, especially when it comes to um, corruption and add transparency to the government, stuff like that, especially with security. And there's a bunch of things like that's, that could help eventually. But so with yeah. that song that you created, would you say, would you at least consider for yourself, like it's a stepping stone for you on how you can promote a message and bring awareness in a way? Yes, I would definitely say so. Um, part of the lyrics goes, um, uh, when by kind of, one of the things I repeat a lot is, is when by kind of, it means I'm not a cannibal, uh, that because there's a lot of, it's like sometimes it's a Muslim and, and hater in us, I like a lot of gang violence sometimes. It's like, it's part of it. It's like, there's a part of it too, um, politics in it too, but like, there's a lot of gang violence and there's like people dying and it's dying in the middle. So, yeah. well, I can't be me, so I'm not a cannibal. So, yeah. we should change that. And yeah. You're like, how do we switch it up from like killing each other, like stopping that and just bring more like support there in a way, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, especially, like, for the music release, because I was just looking on your Spotify, and um, you just started releasing in, on Spotify 2023. Now you have 12 singles. Now, this is, yeah, that's, like, almost a single a month, but you have 12 singles and one EP. So, I mean, I'm guessing ever since you pulled that trigger of, oh, oh you know what, like, I'm going to release music now, like, you took it very seriously. Or am I wrong? Uh, you are, you know, I think after my first two, I took, like, my after, after my first two, I got a little hiccup because, like, my work to process was not fully developed. So, yeah. I had to get back and actually see the process of making the song, of mm -hmm. making like all of the whole thing. And then once I was like, was able to automate that process. Now, if I, if I, if I, if I show something, I like the, I like the sign of I work with, um, well, Sweet too. Um, she was on here before. And, and I was always talking like every afternoon making songs and they, mm -hmm. now I'm working on the music stuff. So when they bought Harlan, I just, Stayed out, yeah. and then she went to couple people, and like, oh, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think that's cool, just because, um, also very relatable. Because I feel like, especially when you're first starting, you're, it's a part of your life, so you don't really know what works, what doesn't work, um, your day to day life, and then music. Like you have to figure all of that out. But once you do, it kind of just becomes an easy flow for you, right? Uh, very like yeah that, that helps a lot to have that flow because if you don't have the flow yeah absolutely i mean i know we just talked about like your work balance um the career balance but what would you say just within this one year what would you say was the hardest part um during this music journey <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually uh, the hardest part for me. I would say was um, <clears throat> so like 
as I explained before, I usually, okay, I have, there's a side that comes up that wants to meet people and like just socialize. But for the most part, I like, I like to read to like remain to myself and like be private a little bit. <laughs> so that is kind of messing with me when it comes to promoting my music on TikTok and things like that. Because like, I was like, when it comes to that kind of aspect of it, I'm reserved, which is bad. Because I need to be like out there promoting my music. That would be the problem. Like, it's a challenging one for me. And I'm still working on that, actually. So you actually helped me. And still get a word, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah no i feel that i mean i think it's just like making that content too like just putting a camera in your face recording yourself or however you want to do it like especially for me in the beginning i, I mentioned this but i was like i did not want to do lives i just wanted to stick to audio i did not want to include like more into it because i don't i don't really anyway i finally like after talking to a few friends i finally got over that fear and then it's I'm not saying it's easy for me now, but it got easier. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it does. Definitely. The most easier it gets. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, um, when you look for um inspiration, when you look into creativity, like what is that like for you? Because you consistently, like even if you had like that little gap, you consistently put out music with, your newest one actually released uh recently the uh this morning right yeah yeah uh, yeah this morning so inspiration comes uh sometimes it's just what i actually this morning it's very much a moment capture if i'm being honest mm -hmm. and like fully honest it's a moment capture and bottle it up put it on something yeah. to be honest for that song but Sometimes when the songs like for if it's for Haiti, I actually like things like that. I have to actually think about it. I think about it more because mm -hmm. for these songs, I actually want to trigger full on emotions and actually make you think and like yeah. like you. Sure, sometimes worry about the song. Like these songs, I actually think about the lyrics and sometimes I actually the lyrics for these songs come naturally because my voice like changing because I I get emotional, emotional like and then I just go and record and then right. yeah, gotcha. I mean, talking about like Haiti and like your music, like what do you hope to send a message as, or like what do you hope to promote with your music about Haiti? So for Haiti, there's like one thing for church church is that I don't want like all of the like Haitian people. I was a young kid and I had that dream when I crashed it. I do not want that. I'm not too from like I want to let other people know like if it's us that needs to change it. It's us that needs to keep Haiti in mind and think about it. Mm -hmm. And again, should be whenever um, your time is current, like during your time is right. Give me a part, and that's basically it. I'm, I'm not looking for funds. I'm not looking for money. I'm not looking for nothing. Just yeah. be aware of what's going on. Because like, if you're if you're not in Haiti, you're kind of like privilege already because of all the things going there. So mm -hmm. all I'm asking for is for you to be aware of it. And uh, if you're Asian, I'll say that when your time comes, go there and do some type of service. And if you don't want to do that. I don't think that things will change eventually. Yeah. Little by little. So, no, 
I mean, absolutely. I mean, especially with everything that's happening in the world, um, you know, I'm sure like Katie's not alone. But why do you think it's so hard at the same time to like bring awareness for these countries that are struggling, you know, that are having these things happen? It's I would say it's hard because um, first I like. I would say it's hard because uh, first, the, I mean, it's like on TikTok itself, I've like seen like different group chat rotations like talking about like all these changes and stuff. There, there are people out there like um, promoting that. Mm-hmm. But like on the main uh, media, I think just after the earthquake in Haiti, the type of attention that was there. And then it just dropped off because, like, they say, so what keeps changing? Among other like things happen, and people's attention is going to derail from that. But uh, for him directly, I think it's more of how to put the blame on us, honestly, to come, like, to show the world what's going on. Uh, Because if the world sees what's going on, you can't just turn your eyes. Like, yeah, I would be harsh to me. It would be hard for me to turn my eyes, especially if I start thinking like, "What if I was me as a kid? What if I was me as a parent to that child? Whatever yeah. the title." These things, these are things I think about. But, uh, but I think I would pick the blame when I started not to like put like to put hate on front of the world so that the people that are doing the bad things actually get exposed and all of that stuff. Then um, all of the corruption would be exposed too. But that would be harder. But I would say it's on us. But uh, I'll do my part how I can. I mean, I definitely agree with you on that. It's just um, now you being a musician, you know, stepping into like this musical career, like, do you feel like music can be a powerful tool? Because just when you look in the past, like you have Michael Jackson, you have John Lennon, you have all these different artists, you know, but they do speak on or they did speak about like what was happening in the world. Now, I mean, whether people realize that or not, just because their songs were like timeless classics, like they were actually speaking on things that were happening at that time and are still continue to happen. So the fact that you can make it into a song, do you feel like it's easier for people to listen to and be more aware? Well, the song itself by itself, I one place. You start adding graphics. Uh, not maybe the graphics with the video yet, but that's the next challenge. Like for that song, I have maybe like I, I would want to put the image of Haiti, all the things that are happening in life. Mm-hmm. I just just want to copy paste it, and that's the video, like something like that, mm-hmm. so that it's not just the lyrics. Not I mean, I mean, can she listen to the lyrics and picture the lyrics? You hear what I'm saying? That's one thing. Now, if I force you to see what I'm talking about. That's another thing. But um I, I would say yes. You can definitely I will I definitely to do that for um for Haiti uh, to promote it and let the world see uh, see it. I mean yeah. I think I don't know why I maybe because like I listened to a my lot of Michael Jackson growing up. So there's like this song like when you said that in this video he's not promoting like violence or anything but it's the song they don't really care about us. And you know how? <laughs> so, like, that's the first thing I, you know, I thought of when you said that, just because it's like, yeah, it's not like showing the violence side, but it shows like how he can bring a community 
together to speak on what is happening and how he feels and things like that. So like, I don't know why, but I really think that's a cool idea that you want to put it into a video. I, yes, I definitely. Now I'm thinking about to listen to that song actually. Hey. And get some ideas. <laughs> Make a song out of that. Like, yeah, at least in, like, for Haiti and my how I want to do it. But I definitely will look at that song after this. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I probably will too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I do agree with you too. Like, music not only can it be therapeutic not only can it be healing but like if you actually like listen to it and like listen to like artists like you and other artists like you really see that they're sometimes trying to send a message sometimes just reflecting off of experiences which is so beautiful because it doesn't matter where you're from like it's music at the end of the day right this is uh, I, yeah that's true like on the other side of the Kind of like when I first recorded that first song with my friends, yeah. I was going through a breakup at the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was always a breakup. Yeah, somebody's body was broken and all that stuff. Then that's so that was what like one of the when I went to that said, I still in my guts out, and they just like, okay. <laughs> They're like, let it out, let it out. <laughs> and I did it. And I just found home, actually. It's been the same thing. Even like now, sometimes I get like, even if it's work, I get frustrated. I just hop in the booth, like, this is my booth. I pay very badly. <laughs> <laughs> I just honestly, like, I like, um, yeah, hop in the booth and just like spit it out. Sometimes I write, sometimes I just like let the flow goes. But yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I feel that. I mean, it's so funny you say that because I feel like love in general, whether it be like a relationship, a friendship, whatever it may be, or maybe within family, like whatever it may be, and you went through some type of heartbreak, it pushes you into like, oh my gosh, I got to do something about this. I got to get out of my comfort zone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm only saying that just because it was similar for me. This podcast, hell, like. I wouldn't even think about it before. But then once I got started, I was like, you know what? Let me go. Let me get at it. <laughs> you found the groove. You found your like, you found the groove. Like, you don't want to leave after that. Like, once you found it, you don't want to leave. It's not more than to be Exactly. It makes you happy. Yeah, exactly. I know that. I mean, now that you are in that group, you know, like you're bringing awareness for your country, you're expressing yourself in music more. Like, are we going to be expecting more music from you anytime soon? So I've worked really hard to keep that one job currently. I try work really hard to keep that. Um, so for the next two months, I already have uh, two different songs um, registered. I think one of them is like an older song I recorded a while ago with a producer in New York. Um, that was like at the beginning phase, but it, it was a moment. So I wanted, I don't want to throw away that moment. So I just put it there. Maybe I'll do promotion. I'll let people know that it was like a little too while ago. It's not a preset, but it was a moment I captured a while ago and then I put it into a song. But I have two coming up. 
right now, I'm working on my album. Working on the album, actually. (laughs) 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 When you're making an album, you have to, like, it can't just be this song, that song, that song. It all has to connect, feed into each other and be, gives you a whole picture of me or what I'm trying to put like, put to the album. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I was recording one song for that album out of, I think, nine. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I recorded one thing, like, the writing, it has to be real. If it's not, it's, it's not real. It's not, um, it's not, and it can't, for some songs, I don't mind just doing like whatever I feel. If it's hype stuff, I don't mind doing it. Just whatever. Yeah. But when it comes to songs like you're putting on the album, it needs to be, it needs to have something. So like you want to tell a story, right? And kind of like kind of picture with a few words and eventually like, the picture after you can actually see it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm working on an album. Uh, and it, I think it's going to be called, I don't know say the name, but I think it's going to be called Unveil Realities. That's going to be the name of it. Okay. Unveil Realities. That's the name of it. And it should capture what we've actually talked about here, like the kind of like the hey portion of my life coming here. And then uh, all that process, it's going to be a lot because I have a lot that could actually add it, but it's going to be the process of me or Haiti. Um, then the school year, maybe I'll drop some part in like when I was in middle school, how, how it was a little lonely at first, but well, there's a lot of context I can add in all the pieces of my life that I want to add in. So, yeah, my intention is to get a little clue, a glimpse of who I am and what I've been through, and hopefully, they get a little sure actually not. Hopefully, they can a lot of not all, but a lot of them will relate to the same thing that will be on it. But uh, yeah, okay. I mean, that's already exciting. Two singles, one album. You already have it in the works. You know, baby steps, but you do have it in the works. But I mean, that's just music. Now, are you doing performances too in the near future? So, I think that's one other thing. Sweet. Is that on me for? He's been on me for that. So performance wise, I have. That's like well, um, I think that's my from TikTok is the next one I want to like like get my TikTok on so that like to active every day. Yeah. That's my first goal. My next goal would be uh, the live uh, performance because well, once. I want to get the TikTok kicking person. And once I have the TikTok, uh, hopefully I'll start knowing who likes my stuff, where I should go and all that stuff. Yeah. And then um, after that, I'll start doing local uh, things within that um, Texas itself. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, I'll just keep going. No, absolutely. And I feel like these social platforms too, like, like even though you're growing a community, you also get to see like, where you're getting the most support from like even if you're going to start all local and you build your way up you might see that you know there's some east coast states that are like yo we're all about genesis and you can do a little tour over there you know what i mean exactly exactly actually to be see up on i was looking at my spotify galaxy on page a while ago uh-huh. and i saw that uh, a few people like a bunch of people from seattle washington Oh, shit. Yesterday, too, I got one of my son called Opposite. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. No, I mean, whatever happens, happens, right? You just need to let it be. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Just wide the right away, stay focused. Exactly. I mean, we were just talking about your music releases. We were talking about performances that could happen in the future. Now, where is the best place people can follow you at um, so they can stay up to date? To stay up to date, I would say definitely TikTok. Um, my TikTok, let me see. Um, it should be Genesis. Uh, let me make sure it's the, the tag is correct. It should be Genesis um, with oh, two S with one one. Uh, I can, I'll, I'll press it later, but it's uh, Genesis. You'll find me. Okay. It's a picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll know which one. <laughs> also attach links onto this episode just so people are just a click away whether if they want to follow you on spotify tiktok wherever it may be they'll have those links available on this episode too but other than that that's going to be it for the podcast uh before we go i just want to say thank you for being on thank you very much and i appreciate being on the podcast i will Definitely, we'll definitely do this again. Yes. As it continues, it progresses. If you like this episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe for future episodes. And don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Culture Chords. Thanks for listening. Till next time. <laughs>